Welcome to the Text Driven Women podcast, a podcast that celebrates biblical womanhood and discusses all things theology, the local church, womanhood, hospitality, and more. By studying God's word and God's good design for women, we will learn how to be text driven women in our daily lives. I am your host, Jessica Pig, and I am so glad that you are here. In today's episode of the Text Driven Women podcast, we are going to begin walking through the practical ways that we can begin living a text-driven life. And today we are beginning with our first characteristic, a text-driven woman is a woman of the word. Studying the Bible can seem like a daunting task if we come to the Bible unprepared each day. Just like any other study in life, we have to work at it. R.C. Sproul pointed out our heart issue in this quote. He said, quote, we fail in our duty to study God's word, not so much because it is difficult to understand, not so much because it is dull and boring, but because it is work. Our problem is not a lack of intelligence or a lack of passion. Our problem is that we are lazy. Every time I read that, my pride just hurts a little, right? Laziness truly is at the core of why many of us don't spend adequate time in the word. We don't know the word. Biblical illiteracy is just at the highest degree. There are so many things that daily call out for our attention, but only one thing that will last forever. We must come to the word of God hungry every single day for his truth. In Matthew chapter five, verse six, Jesus promised that those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be satisfied. We must be students of the word. A text driven woman, a woman of the word is going to start at the Bible one bite at a time. The Bible is the textbook. The Holy Spirit is our teacher and helper, and the subject is Jesus Christ. There is no other study on earth that will change your life. Growing up in Texas, one huge statewide event every single fall is the Texas State Fair. And if you are a Texan, you know that this is a really big deal. You get to go visit Big Tex, you get to eat all the things, and it continues to be a yearly tradition for so many families. But one thing that you must be warned about is the amount of junk food or fried food at your disposal. I mean, it's literally everywhere. They create food each year, different menu items, and people travel in just for these items. From fried Twinkies to fried Oreos, at the State Fair of Texas, almost everything can and will be fried. And it's so easy to just fill up on all the cotton candy and the sweet snacks in the fried foods unless on a actual hearty meal that truly satisfies you all day long. I think one problem that I have realized is just how easy it is for our spiritual stomach to get full of the things of this world. It's sort of like the Texas State Fair. It's sort of like eating way too much fried foods and fair snacks for supper. Will that really fill you up? Will that really satisfy you? Well, no, right? It just leaves you feeling sick and unsatisfied. When we fill up on the wrong things, every aspect in our life is 
affected. Whether you fill up on the opinions of man or social media, they can leave your spiritual stomach disappointed, unsatisfied for the long haul, and just really confused. We need to retrain ourselves to be text-driven, text-driven in our living, text-driven in our thinking, to hunger for what will last and truly satisfy. We need to feed on the bread of life and drink from the living water that is the only found in Jesus Christ through his revealed word to us. So Jesus gives us an amazing promise in John chapter 6, verse 35. He says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Notice those absolutes. He promises to us that those who come to him will not hunger, and those who believe in him will never thirst. Scripture is full of absolute truth. God doesn't do things halfway like we often do, and he doesn't make half-hearted promises. What he says is definite and absolute. Therefore, we can read these verses, we can read these words of Jesus knowing that when we come to him, he fully satisfies. However, his promises don't end there. In verses 55 through 57, he explains even further, For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. Now, remember that in your Bible study, context determines meaning. If we don't read this passage in context, these words can be a little confusing and just really weird. Feed on Jesus's flesh, drink Jesus's blood. Jesus isn't talking literally in this sense. He is referring to a spiritual feeding and drinking for our souls that are eternal. We must believe that Jesus is the son of God, that he died on the cross and resurrected from the grave and that the blood he shed was the final sacrifice that made atonement for you and for me. We must feed our souls each day on the word of God so that we know Jesus. So what is your spiritual appetite? Have I convinced you that it is crucial? Well, in order for us to crave the things of God, we must put down the cotton candy, the fried Twinkies and Oreos, those good old corn dogs of this world and trade it in for the hearty meal of the word of God that satisfies us and sustains us. We must taste and see of God's goodness by taking bites of scripture every day. So this begs the question. Jessica, where in the world do we start? I want to be a text-driven woman. I want to be in the Word of God every day, but I just don't know where to start. What are some practical ways we can study the Word of God today and then every day after? Well, we start one bite at a time. If you ask multiple people this question, chances are you will get a couple different answers or suggestions on where to start. There are no doubt a myriad of ways that we can study scripture each day. But for the sake of time, I'm going to mention just a few ideas for you as you seek to be a text-driven woman, a woman of the word. Whether you are struggling with where to start, 
if you are in a dry season or you're just looking for a fresh new way to revive your daily quiet time, it is important to approach daily Bible study or daily quiet time with a plan and a purpose. Methods like just opening your Bible, closing your eyes, and just randomly flipping to a page and pointing to a verse will never fully highlight the treasures in the Word. When we systematically study God's Word, we see a complete picture of the story of redemption, a complete meta narrative of Scripture that includes creation, fall, redemption, and restoration. So if you're taking notes, number one, book by book. So if you're starting out, one of the bites you can take is book by book study. Now, this is studying the Bible one book at a time. It is the best way to see the entire story or big picture of God's Word. I love our church, Fellowship Church, because we actually on Sunday mornings don't do very many topical studies. We literally walk through book by book, verse by verse, exegetically looking at God's Word together. Every word, every jot and tittle of the Bible is inspired and is profitable to us. So in the next episode, we're actually going to look at ways we can, like a how-to guide of how we can study scripture for yourself and where to begin. But number one, I suggest going book by book. Number two, you can do a topical study or individual. So not only is a book by book study or reading plan an option, but also a topical study. You can study scripture by topics such as the local church or forgiveness or marriage, or you can look at person, an individual like women in the life of Moses or a study on the life of David. You can use the same methods and ask the same questions that we're actually going to get into next week as the book by book. Even in studying a person, study their surroundings, study their context, ask God to show you more of who Jesus is through your study. So number one, book by book, it's just simply reading through scripture. Number two, a topical study or an, on an individual. But number three, a chronological Bible study. Now, surprisingly, most people do not realize that the Bible was not written chronologically. So meaning that it doesn't start with the earliest and following in order in which it occurred. Instead, the Bible is put together by categories of scripture, which we all call genres. Picking up a chronological Bible or finding a chronological Bible through a Bible app or an online resource is a time-worthy task. This is something that I suggest everyone do at some point in their lifetime. It can truly revolutionize your Bible reading and understanding. It can help you see all of the events of the Bible in sequential order, as well as be able to place minor and major prophets in really the right context. Reading the timeline of scripture can help you in your daily Bible study and understanding. Also, going back, a book-by-book -book study in Philippians or James could be a great first step in establishing a daily Bible study habit as you warm up to the task of working through the Bible chronologically or possibly discover a topic or individual that you would like to study further through a topical study. However, 
there are a couple practical ways that you can jump into today that I would be remiss if I did not mention. So number one, you can start in a book by book study by just reading the Proverbs. I think this is the most simplest way to get a woman who is maybe cold in her study of the Bible or just looking to create and habit to begin with. But number one, read the Proverbs. There are 31 Proverbs, which makes this the perfect book to read monthly. Just simply reading one proverb a day will not only help you get into, but stay in your Bible every day. But the wise sayings are extremely practical to apply, so they won't be confusing or anything of that nature. So for example, if today is October 20th, you will read Proverbs 20. October 21st, you will wake up and read Proverbs 21, and so on and so forth, and then you will actually start over. So number one, read the Proverbs. This is an extremely good habit to begin. But number two, once you have mastered that for a couple months, reading the Proverbs over and over again, soaking up the good wealth of knowledge and wise sayings, you can read one Proverbs and then one Psalm. I absolutely love reading a proverb along with a Psalm. Um, so much so that actually a few years ago for Christmas, I asked for a Psalter. So if you look that up, a Psalter is just a book containing the Psalms. So it's all compiled into one. It's a really great resource, something that um, I will cherish and mark up for years to come. But just reading, graduating from reading one Proverbs a day to reading a proverb with a psalm is a great way to get into that habit of being in the Word every day. And number three, if you'd like to start with the book by book, I would suggest the book of James. Okay, so I usually recommend starting with the book of James because it's not very long. It's only five chapters, and so it allows you the time to really interact with the text. Not only that, but the book of James is highly application-driven just by its very nature. And so when you read and you reach the step of application, you don't really have to kind of sit there and wonder, confused, what the author James wants you to do with the information that he has just presented you with. So for those reasons, it's nice. It's a nice, acceptable, accessible book to start with if you choose to try a book-by-book -book study. So number one, read the Proverbs. Read a Proverbs with a psalm. Or go ahead and jump into the book of James. Now, just a few more practical ideas for you as you seek to be a text-driven woman of the word is to, number one, not only read scripture, but listen to scripture. I am totally surprised by the number of women I talk to that have never heard the scripture spoken out loud. Whether you are doing dishes, folding laundry, walking the dog, or sitting in your child's, at your child's baseball game or carpool line, Bring some headphones, download the Bible app, and listen to the Word of God being spoken to you. This will help in saturating your heart and your mind with Scripture every day. Number two, not only read or listen to the Word, write 
the word. I do this often when I write Bible study curriculum for our church and for our women is I have them write out the chapter or verse that we are studying. Write the word. This helps with scripture memorization and really retaining what you have already read possibly earlier in that day or that study, but write the word. Number three, scripture memorization. Okay, so speaking of memorization of scripture, making memorizing scripture a part of your time in the word is crucial. Okay, so start small with one verse a week. Now, a lot of people try to jump in immediately into the deep end and, you know, try to memorize 10 verses at a time or an entire chapter Okay, but start small with one verse a week. Write that verse down on several sticky notes and place those sticky notes all around the house or workplace, wherever you can see them daily. (laughs) So you can put them on the fridge, on the bathroom mirror, car, bedside table, nursery changing table, any place that you can be reminded to memorize the word and store it up in your heart. Treasure it. Number four, print the word. Now I studied, I started doing this a couple years ago and I absolutely love it. This may sound silly considering your Bible is like the literal written revealed word of God, but go to the Bible Gateway um, website or any other online Bible study resource and print off a chapter at a time. So for example, if you're doing James, go ahead, print out James chapter one only. Then copy and paste it into a Word document, double space it, set your margins to wide so that you have plenty of room to mark it up, circle things, write notes. I have countless journals and file folders full of printed and marked up books of the Bible that I use for personal use. I also do this for every passage of scripture before I teach a lesson to women or write a Bible study curriculum. Um, Several years ago, I met with a woman in our church weekly, and we did this actually together. It was a great way, if you're looking for a Titus 2 mentorship um, idea, to print out the Word of God together and just sit down with one another and just walk through it. We did this actually with the book of John, and it was so fun. We circled repeating words, phrases. We had plenty of room to jot down notes. But several women in our local church actually use the new Crossway Scripture Journals that they have come out with now for every single book of the Bible, where they have the text on one side and a page of lined paper on the other side for these kinds of observations and notes that we are going to talk about next week. So if you don't want to print them, there are some resources out with the same concept. So. Number one, listen to scripture, read scripture, write the word, memorize scripture, and print the word. As we've seen today, the Bible is a wealth of treasure. The more we dig, the more treasure we find. So, text-driven women, let's get our hands messy. Let's dig for the treasure that lasts for eternity. As text-driven women, let's seek to be women of the word and not of the world. Let's hunger after what is good, what is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. 
the simple truth is this the heart cannot love what the mind does not know to be a woman of the word you must know the word i pray that these have been some practical how to's that you can digest today and put into practice tomorrow I pray that the next several weeks of these practical episodes, they challenge you to grow in spiritual maturity using tools that are accessible to all of us. Whether you hold a high school diploma or a seminary degree, whether you have minutes or hours to give to study each day, we pray that the Text Driven Women podcast challenges you to love God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, one bite at a time. So on next week's episode of the Text Driven Women podcast, we will be walking through a few simple tips on how to study scripture, what questions to ask, what to look for when reading the Bible, how to use resources in studying the Bible, what words to highlight or circle. So this week, just focus on choosing a plan of action, whether that be book by book, chronologically, listening to the word, writing the word and each day read scripture bite by bite. We'll see you next week on the Text Driven Women podcast as we continue to walk through a couple more practical ways that you can be a woman of the word every single day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Text Driven Women podcast. The Text Driven Women podcast exists to celebrate biblical womanhood and encourage and equip women to love and live God's divine design in their daily lives. For more text driven resources, take a listen to the Text Driven podcast or visit www.textdriven.org.